All right, all right. Here we are yet again with another wonderful episode of English and Coffee. I'm your wonderful host, Demion. And today it's a little late. It's about, I don't know, 5.32. We're sitting here at Boyd Lee Park once again. Got a couple of suspicious individuals out moving about in the community. People want to roll up and shine their lights in your car and all these things. You know, the headlights when they just sit there like you're sitting in their spot or something like that. People begin to feel that they own certain areas of a location just because they park there regularly, even though they're not paying for it. Well, everybody's paying taxes, but we're all paying the same taxes, so there is no ownership to anything. Um, only thing that you own potentially is your life, you know, but when it comes to a community resource, a community area, I mean, you get in line just like everybody else. If you don't get there early, then you don't get there. So it is what it is. But the thing that gets me most of the time is when people, um, you know, they want to approach your situation or whatever, but they drive up slow. Like they'll be speeding, 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 and then they see you, and then they creep up. That's what we call creeping. They just drive at this slow speed. Like they want to, you know, hop out of the car. They're trying to analyze you or size you up. I mean, some places you can do that, and it's fine, and nothing happens. But in other places, you roll up on somebody like that, and that may be your last ride. But to start things off, we're going to um, talk about the holiday season, so to speak, uh, and COVID, how it has impacted everything, um, provided we don't get cut off by some nosy passerby or maybe the police show up and just say, oh, you can't be at the park after dark. But I'm sitting under these lamps here, so I mean, it's lit up. I'm not the only car here, so if they did decide to, you know, provoke everybody to leave, it wouldn't be just me. So, let's take a break, take a sip here, sipping on this, I'm not going to say bland, but just this average, you know, average coffee from McDonald's. All right, let's begin. So, for a lot of people, well, most people, Christmas is a time of togetherness. It's a time when family gets together and celebrates and eats and breaks bread, just like they do in Thanksgiving but with the holiday of Christmas, Christmas being Jesus' birthday. You know, it's a religious holiday. Uh, some people call it a pagan holiday, different things, but whatever your reason is, it's a holiday where people get together and spend time with family. A lot of people like to exchange gifts. Some people do this at different times in the year, but this is the season. We're just coming off Thanksgiving, which was probably just about a month ago, to be exact, almost. Um, in comparison to when Christmas falls in December. But typically this is a time when people travel again, you know, out of state and fly, travel from other countries. And COVID has just kind of interrupted all that. It's been a great disruptor this year. Um, I know my sister was planning to come down this way, uh, but, you know, COVID and the flight uh, restrictions and all these changes and the closing and reopening and quarantines and all these things has just kind of impacted people's plans for the worse. I mean, financially, yes, people are capitalizing on this uh, economic crisis, um, but the pandemic just really has interrupted how people celebrate and get together during the holiday season. I mean, these things happen once a year. These are events that people sometimes wait all year for. People get excited. People spend a lot of money grandkids, nieces, nephews, you know, they're buying gifts, going into debt. And this year, 
unless you're going to buy some stuff electronically, something that can be shipped digitally or through Amazon, uh, it really doesn't make any sense because, you know, there won't be any kids around the tree to play with it if they're not your kids in your immediate family. So I don't have to worry about all that. I don't have any children. I do have a mom. I do have a sister. I have a dad. He's in another state, so I haven't seen him in years at this point excuse me um but like i said i mean it's just uh you know for some people it's a really big deal because if you have a large family you know each year you know your grandma comes in or your cousins fly in from here your nephews come in from there or even just surrounding cities people driving 100 200 miles to go visit someone you can't do that this year because whatever you're dealing with over there in your city you don't want to bring that to another city and then you're bringing uh that you know, to another area, and even though you may not be bringing anything, you may take something back. So you may come down and hug your cousin, because I'm sure none of them are going to be sitting there with a mask. I would be sitting there with a mask on, but a lot of people, they're just not observing. They're not just they're not observing the health standards, you know, the precautions. Nobody likes being in a mask, but do you want to die? Like, do you want to maximize your chances of not dying? You know, so it's like, if you don't want to die, then wear a mask. If you you don't care if you live or die, then don't wear a mask, you know, and just increase your risk of catching COVID, which is a potentially fatal virus that some people have encountered for the worst. Not everybody dies, but it's just like, why do it? You know, you're sitting in a room, 30, 40 people and people coughing and hacking, you know, kids, they're always wiping their nose and rubbing their nose and touching door handles and stuff. And this little kid's just going, passing COVID from his grandma to his cousin, you know, and then taking it back to school. And see, that's the thing. With all these people gathering, that's the issue. That's what happened with Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, there was a big spike in the number of COVID cases here in the States because everybody gathered and then they went back to work, went back to school, went back to the factories and took whatever they picked up during that gathering back to everyone else. And then they took that home. That's how this stuff spreads, you know. But this isn't a COVID, uh, a COVID um, what you call it, podcast. This is just... You know, it's holiday season and how it's impacted. So it's it's definitely affected how people are celebrating. A lot of people have adopted the digital technology. You know, they've got mom on camera, you know, in the kitchen or, you know, the brother on the WhatsApp and the Zoom and all these calls. I mean, even meetings, Christmas parties at work canceled. Nobody's gathering. They're not having a big office party, 130 people or something like that. That's not happening. You know, everybody eating and sharing food. Nobody's sharing food right now. You can share food if you want, but it might be your last meal, right? So it's just really taking a hit. But the thing is, here in the States, you know, as people just do not really observe good sense, you know, they um, the streets are packed, uh, especially in my city, Greenville. They're shopping all in the mall, Walmart, Target. Uh, the little shoe carnival, the stores buying up all these things. But I mean, there's just so many people on the road and they're all in one store and not everybody is wearing a mask and they don't make people wear a mask here. Um, and that's an issue for a lot of people because I, mean, I wear a mask when I go into locations. If I was just to be out walking around, yeah, I'd probably have a mask on too. But most of the time I'm doing my stuff by myself. So I'm in this car recording this podcast, got my mask. I've actually got two masks in the car. My windows are rolled up, so I mean, it's just me in here breathing my own air. But if I was to step outside of this car and go walking around the track, yeah, I'd put my mask on. It just, I mean, that's what you got to do in this time. I mean, it's not that big deal. I mean, we've been doing it for, what, six, seven months now? 
get over it. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Just wear the mask and get on with your life. Um, but I would say that after Christmas, we have New Year's. And New Year's is another time. The whole world celebrates that. I mean, you turn on TV, everybody's watching the ball drop, fireworks, and all the... Well, that's not going to be happening this year. <laughs> it's just not going to be happening. I mean, there's no way they're going to allow 100,000 people, you know, or 5,000, 6,000 people to gather in Times Square. I mean, if they do, I mean, you already know you already know what that's going to be. Because I guarantee you, out of 6,000 people, somebody's going to have it. And if they have it, it's just going to be like wildfire, like one of those California fires you see in the forest. Crazy, 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 crazy. But let's go ahead and take a short break, and then we'll come back and see what else we land on. i tell you what I'm tired of. That was the second car that wants to pull up in front of my car and sit there with their lights and, and look and try to figure out, what is he doing? What is he doing? I'm living, breathing. Worry about what's going on in your own car. You know? I mean, sometimes, like, in a, in, a, in a perfect world, you know, in a perfect world, everything would be different. But if, if this was a world where there were no laws and we had superpowers, so just like I had superpowers, someone else could have superpowers. But a situation like that, when I'm sitting here in the dark, you know, under the street lamp, recording my podcast, and some car shows up, is trying to be nosy, whether there's a driver in the car or not. This is the future, futuristic. Um, I could I could address the situation. You know, I see the car, see the lights, get out of the car, and crush it. You know, just completely crush it, crush the lights, or just flick my hand and the car just flies 10,000 miles that way. You know, not this way, that way completely out of my radius um that reminds me of this uh i think it was one of the marvel movies there was a guy in there and i guess he could like self-detonate or something uh he had some explosive power to where he could just charge things and they would blow up i forget which one it was but i think that was the one where they all ended up at the beach somehow they ended up at a beach either they escaped from some ship or some underground lab or something but they were all on a beach but yeah, they had a guy there. I think he had like some power to like detonate. And when he would detonate or charge, like blow up, I guess he'd come back together or just his powers would make things blow up. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. I haven't watched those movies multiple times. Those Marvel series, they're good. I mean, some of those movies is just best to watch them one time. Because if you watch it again and again and again and again, then it'll get cheesy. That's just like watching a movie, you know, The Matrix. Awesome movie, right? During that time, during that time. Now you watch it, you've seen so many other movies, you've already been through the series to where some little things that were just so impressive just kind of lackluster at this point. But it's still a good movie. And strangely enough, I'm still coming across people that have yet to see The Matrix. I don't know how you're alive. I don't know how you're breathing, eating, you know, in 2020 and you haven't seen The Matrix. Like, who hasn't seen The Matrix? Like, Anybody that I know, like that I know, that I deal with, people I relate to, they've all seen The Matrix. If you haven't seen The Matrix, please watch that movie. Please watch that movie and start with the first one, okay? Because I imagine The Matrix is one of those movies where it doesn't matter where you see it or when you've seen it, it's still a good movie. It's still going to blow your socks off. Um, 
Keanu Reeves is freaking awesome. Uh, I don't know how else to say it. It's just one of those movies you have to see. I was educating someone the other day on uh, The Matrix, Memento, Guardian, just a whole bunch of movies. And they were like, you know, I've never seen the movies. And I was like, yeah, the age difference. So I've got about, I don't know, 18, 15 years on this person. So they just weren't watching the movies that I was watching. You know, when they were, they were, I was watching movies before they were even born. You know, I was doing most things they haven't even done yet before they were even born. So it's interesting when you work with some people, you know, from a younger generation and, you know, even though they're at your job or in your area, they just don't have those same experiences that you've been through. So anybody listening to this that grew up during the uh, late 70s or even earlier than that, 80s, 90s, you know, the 90s kids, you know, the 80s kids, um, it was a great time. You know, these people that are just coming out now and in 2010 and they, they, they just won't, you just won't get it. I'm sorry. You, you just won't be able to appreciate all of those things that happened during that era. And that's probably like um, what our parents would say about things that they experienced, all the different presidents, the rulers and kings and queens or whatever, how far back you go. I don't know. You might be 516 years old, you know, seen it all. I don't know. But it's just interesting sometimes when you come across those little gaps in age, even though you're dealing with these people on a day-to-day basis and they may be functioning, interacting in a certain way, you know, mature way, mature fashion, uh, there's just some things that they just haven't experienced. You know, they're watching, what's those movies like Glee and all this stuff like that? Yeah, I'm never going to watch that movie. I mean, I'll watch that movie if like some lady makes me watch it, if she's just like, oh, this is my favorite movie and you got to watch this movie. But to just be like, yeah, I'm going to watch Glee or these little sing-along song dance movies. No, no, no. That's that's not me. That's not me. Maybe you, but it is what it is, right? To each his own. To each his own. It's one of our more popular expressions, to each his own. You could say that when, um, let's just say somebody's into something you're not. So you like rock music. Let's just say you like rock music. You know, Leonard Skinner, Led Zeppelin, you know. ACDC, Black Sabbath, you know, just, you know, with the guitars. And you're rocking out, rocking out, rocking out. And then you got some guy that comes up and he's like, oh, well, I listen to country music. And you're like, get the freak out of here. Country music, you're over here with electric guitars, rocking out, banging your head. And this guy's over here with Pine Straw and Garth Brooks playing. You say, you know what, man? To each his own. To each his own. Um... I think every language has a a similar quote or expression, a saying, um, just when something that somebody does you don't necessarily agree with, but you don't hate him for it. It's just like, eh, teach his own. You know, you do what you do. I like what I like. You like like what you like. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Um, That's another thing you'll probably hear the deeper you get into English, if you're not already there. Um, I think we'll take one more. Uh, break and then we'll probably close it out because it is cold out here it is dark and we do have some creepy people walking around the area so let's take another break and then we'll be right back ah yes i know what i'm going to close this one out with i'll tell you about my neighbor so i live in an apartment as you know by now and it is the christmas season 
in most people during Christmas. They get into what they call the Christmas spirit. This is when you decorate your house, you put up your tree, you break out all the little tasty treats, the nuts, the candies, the cakes, the pies. You know, you just get into the holiday spirit, you welcome guests, you visit people. Anyway, my neighbor is a uh, single woman, elderly woman. She's about 63 years old. And how do I know this? Just by listening to her voice. I don't need to see her. I saw her one time. But you don't need to see somebody when you've been living as long as I've been alive, you know, to know what they're about. I hear what they got going on over there. You know, I can hear them through the wall. I live in an apartment. So I hear the little grandkids come over. I hear her son come over and bring over the grandkid as he goes to work or goes to make another one. You know, she takes care of the little grandkid and does what she does. But when nobody's there in her apartment, because somebody is there, because I'm there, but I'm next door, she likes to sing Christmas songs. Now, nothing is wrong with this. But I'm not going to say she can't sing. I'm just going to say she probably wouldn't win any awards on American Idol, right? Or The Voice or any of those other little cheesy shows that they have out there. She is someone that is best uh, singing in the shower, alone, underground, you know, in a far distant land that no one's ever heard of. That is the arena for her voice. She needs to sing in a spaceship, you know, on Mars, you know, where it takes you 24,000 years to get to. So you'll probably die that many times before you even reach her voice this is the kind of voice she has and she likes to sing and go through the house and maneuver so i'm just listening to this personal serenade that she's given me through the wall of her torturing mutilating maiming classics you know classic christmas songs you know it's beginning to look a lot like christmas um it's a Wonderful World, all these little songs that people start to listen to during this winter time of the year. She is over there torching them, literally pouring gasoline on the radio and lighting it with fire, then jumping in. You know, that's how her voice sounds. Can't stand it. But you know, today I said, I'm going to let her sing. I said, let the lady sing. Let the lady sing. Because that's all she has. You know, that's all she has. Let her sing. You know, there's nobody in the house except when her kid drops off her little grandchild. You know, she's there alone. Um, I'm not going to talk about her voice. I mean, her voice isn't, uh, it's not Mariah Carey, right? It's it, Her voice is a mix between Louis Armstrong and Macy Gray. You know, so take it for what it's worth. But she's living, she's happy. So I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put a damper on her parade. I mean, I could... I could knock on the, the wall, I could go over there and say, hey, but, you know, I'm going to let her sing, sing to her heart's content because, you know, she can't be around her family, you know, like that. She shouldn't be because she's an elderly woman. Uh, so if she wants to sing and I got to deal with it, I mean, Christmas is over the 25th, so it's only a few more days that I got to deal with this voice, but I'll let her sing. I've got my headphones, I've got my speakers and things, you know, um, I'll let her sing her song. And I suggest you sing your song, whatever that may be. But next time we talk, it'll be after Christmas. So everybody have a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas if you celebrate. I uh, hope you get everything you want. And I'll see you in the next one.